Greetings from California. The US 2069. I'm the governor, Robo Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You heard me correctly. I'm a robot, my car is a robot, and I'm here as a robot, through a robot, the portal, as an equal partner, in wristbands, magical states, medicaments, military surplus, and use China's electric vehicle dealership through various time laws, and excessive lowering. My good buddy wristband and I are parting with these true workman's vehicles for only 20 gallons of gasoline. You heard me, Robert Schwarzenegger needs gas for my Humvee. If you bring a stogie, just make a wish to throw it down the time warp. And I'll send back some high quality weapons from my personal governor's armory. My partner and I are also offering leasing on all 2030 Tesla vehicles, including all exosuits. Not many people understand what a real pump is, but with these Tesla exosuits, you won't need to understand anything. As you build chain soldiers in half in a bloody rampage, come on down to Wispanks. Get a truck, get a gun, give me a stealthy if it bleeds, you'll be able to kill it. My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> But Mary, I am a robot. See, look at my hands. They're covered in metal. Hasta la vista, baby. With banks, we have guns, we have tanks, we have Chinese electric cars, we have magic. Fuck you, come for house shit. I need gas, I need stogies. I need money to buy my own freedom. This bank has me chained in a basement somewhere. Please, someone. He said something about a portal stone. Brannigans, the UN also the Brannigans, do deal, do deal. I'll be back. Testicles. Testicles, one, two. Testicular. Sounds pretty good. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah, boy. Look, all, look forward all week to that goddamn song. <laughs> Welcome to Strange Range, episode 40. Oh, my Woo-hoo! God. <laughs> we are middle-aged people. Yeah, they say that. I don't know who says it, but somebody says that uh, podcast kind of catches its uh, catches its wave mm-hmm. around episode forty, and we fucking made it. We fucking made it. It took dude. us two years, but we made it. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> so I was trying to think about this. So I'm trying to think when. Let's just say when we started doing weekly recently. Yeah. How many episodes do you think we've done? About ten, eight or ten. Yeah. I think we're at ten. Yeah. I think we're around ten. Uh, how long did it take us to do 10 before that? The last 10. The last but. 10? A long time, dude. I was, oh boy. Yeah. So for those of you that stuck with us, thank mm-hmm. you. Cause yeah, I was looking, I was laughing about it with Janice when I was uploading the last episode. Mm-hmm. Cause it shows me when I uploaded, you know, and it was pretty bad. There was a couple, like there was a six month span in there somewhere. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah there was some bad ones. There was some bad ones, but we're here now and we're doing really good. You got to tighten those <laughs> screws, man. It, it takes a while to, to figure a way. To, to this is another thing too that we started doing. Um, we aim for you know, we'll aim for Sundays, right? Mm. Saturdays, depending on what we're doing, like a Saturday morning or like a Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Uh, in the past, we'd be like, okay, this is the date, and if it didn't work out, we'd be like, fuck, next week, next week. <laughs> now it's like we have a backup day. If it doesn't work on those days, we'll do a Tuesday. Then it has to happen Tuesday. It has to fucking happen. So we have like hard limits we hit, and, uh, and these Tuesday good. podcasts, bud, like they can they're fun, but. 
fuck, we got to get back to Saturdays because it turns oh, into a really long fucking day. I was literally sitting here. So I floated the still water this weekend for my buddy Brandon's birthday. Shout Brandon, your birthday. Yeah. Uh, the guy that won't tell us uh, where he jerks off. I swear to God. Piece it, of shit. You know what? I'm going to fucking. fucking birthday, you piece of shit. I'll tag him in something. You guys be like, just, just blow him up and be like, tell me how you jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I came back, I had a little buzz going, definitely sun bleached. Uh, great time, though. And I was just like, man, okay, I don't know if we can do it today, but if I wait, I'll be fine by this time. And it's like, oh, we'll do it Tuesday. Then it's like, oh, well, then what? Yeah. I'm spilling beer. Episode 40. Uh, episode 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was like, oh, we can do Tuesday. And I was like, well, if we do Tuesday, we have to fucking do Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then I know you're going to be up against the wall trying to get that thing edited. And But... We're sticking to this thing, and it's going to continue. And yeah, I'm, I'm super happy with the way it's been rolling. Fuck yeah, yeah. The only downside to Tuesdays for me is like that. That turns into a like a 14 hour work day for me because <laughs> it's like uh, 10 hours at work, and then directly here, and then I'm editing for the rest. Did you just drink out of that? No, no. I'm spitting, okay. I'm spitting in an old Irish <laughs> Death can. So Copenhagen and Irish Death smells like brake fluid. I can see it. Yeah. By the way, yeah, Chase just saved my life a little bit. Uh, <laughs> So I've been, uh, I've got I a gouge in my radiator. So like, it's been keeping the truck cool-ish. I'm worried about some damage, but I've been running. And then like, I mean, I, I've had to buy the shroud first to cover it. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know. This is the problem of building old trucks. You can get parts. And especially if you're going through a parts deal, like O'Reilly's like, I mean, those guys are more helpful than others, but there's multiple options. And I found out radiators is the biggest one. They'll be like, okay, cool. Do you want a 28 and a quarter, 28 and three quarters? You want a 29? Is it fucking 17? Give me the big boy. Well, like, it, it, will it fit the shroud? So I got the shroud first before I got the new one. And I'm like, okay, I'll put this on the old one. And if it fits, then I'll just buy another radiator of the exact same type. Been putting it off, putting it off. Today I'm like, okay, I'll go pick up my son. I'll come back into town. Me and Chase will knock this episode out. When he leaves, I'll put that shroud on. Good to go. My radiator broke loose, hit the ref, fucking hit the fan, blew up. My truck overheated. Get a hold of AAA. I'm like, cause I'm like stressing, like, man, like $200 for a radiator, $175 for a fucking tow. Now I remember, oh, I got AAA. Like, I, I get free ones I haven't used. And then they're like, all right, cool. It's going to be this much time. I wait that time. Chase is like, hit me up, like, hey, man, like, you want to record on a different day? And I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, I just ordered my radiators. I'm sitting here. It's not going to be here tomorrow. I can't do anything tonight. Let's knock this out. And, uh, you know, I, I, they actually sent me, uh, AAA sends you a link. You click on it and you can track the driver. And so I'm like, cool. It's like 10 minutes, eight minutes. He hits me up and I'm like, no, let's still do this. Out of nowhere, it gets to zero minutes. It's like soon. <laughs> and then literally I, I text the guy and I'm like, hey, you having trouble finding me, bud? Like, this is kind of where I'm at right now. And then he calls me. I tried to call you, man. I got a bunch of people ahead of you. It's going to be hours. So Chase on his way on his way to my house is like, I'll come get you. He comes to get me. And as I'm getting ready to walk, as I, right before I saw him, my phone pops up and it's like, your driver is arriving. And I look across the street at my truck's out. I'm like, the fuck it is? Yeah. Dude, can you imagine, like, we you know, we live in Montana. Yeah. You pull that shit in the winter and mm-hmm. you don't, like, I have blankets in my truck for a reason. Oh, yeah. You're just lucky you were in town in that yeah. in that situation. You break down in the winter in the middle of nowhere. Like, you can freeze time. to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's. I've done it and it's miserable. It's fucking miserable. <laughs> if you if you French fry when you're getting a pizza, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, so. But the Blazer will be up. It's, just, it's like a two-year thing. Like, my truck's broken. It's good. I wrecked it. It's good. It's I wrecked good. it again. It's good. <laughs> so, yeah. All I know is I am fucking melting, and I am ready for winter uh, already. <sighs> Dude, we had all this rain, and we were waiting, 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 and now it goes away. I liked the rain. Dude, Bring it, it back. is so goddamn hot. Fucking flood this bitch. You know Dude. what I mean? Dude. And my truck comes from the era of when AC was a choice. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah. the guy who owned it before me apparently yarded out the parts that were in there. And then plus, now I'm not even running a full serpentine because I have that 95 engine dropped in there. But it's instead of EFI, I was fucking stupid. I got this engine. The guy gives me a call. He's like, hey, it's got an EFI setup on it. And I'm like, fuck that. I got a square body. Let's put a fucking carb on that bitch. It shows up. It's been a year. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Because <laughs> now I don't even have a setup for an AC. So I got those little triangle windows that I yeah. pull inward. Yeah, you got something. It works. You it works. Something. But I'm, a, I'm dealing with the... Uh, <laughs> it's the first time I've had a vehicle with like a dark interior, black mm-hmm. leather seats. Oh no. So you're Fuck feeling it. that? Yeah. So my, like I've got tint on the back windows and I think the front ones are like slightly tinted, but they need to be darker and yeah. it's just fucking hot in there. And my, I got to recharge my AC or something cause they ain't blowing for shit. So I, I kind of get you I'm fucking melting. I'm too white for this shit. I had all my camping gear in my truck plus gear for my brother. So like, uh, most of the time I, I camp have a tent. But you've seen it now. I have a setup for my blazer where I don't have the back seat. I can I have a, a two person sleeping bag, but I got the uh, the sports store one, so it's way bigger than mm-hmm. that. So it literally fits the entire back of my truck. It's a queen size sleeping bag. So Those I had that. Sick. I had that in there plus another a zero degree sleeping bag and all my camping gear. Insulated my truck so bad. I get in there and I'm like, ah, <laughs> it is so hot, so hot, and it's like not even that hot, <laughs> but it's too hot. It's hot for us. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's. I think it was. Uh, it was like 80 on the way over here. We're we're Northerners, all right. <laughs> it's fucking. That's too goddamn hot. Everybody making fun of us. Come up here in the winter. Yeah. We'll laugh at you. We're in shorts outside. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like because I all the machinery that I work around all day, it's my corner specifically is about mm-hmm. 10 to 15 degrees hotter than the rest of the shop. I feel you. It's terrible. It's fucking awful. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I, I stand on the steel table where I work. Yeah. And, uh, just the steel table plus being like the weirdest stripper trip club I've ever been it's, in. It's the weird. They don't tip. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe I'll give you a pinch. Like, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's hotter. So now there's a new rule at work where we can't put the fans on top of the rollers anymore. So I'm just completely fucked on heat. I'm, I'm just cooking up there. Like I'm, I'm bringing back the Hawaiian shirts, though. Yeah. Yeah. Call me Shrek because I got a swamp ass, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I got a DUI, baby. <laughs> Dude, uh, finally, Chase been trying to get me to, uh, to listen to it. I just listened to that um, the, the newest Savior Parks episode of Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's like uh, like two episodes back or something like that. Uh, I only listened to two of them. I think there's four. I think this, this was four. the four. Yeah, was so the I'm missing one. two of them. Um, I haven't listened to the very first one, but so the great. Savior Parks is like a, a funny name that they came up with. But it's 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 a it's a Rogan episode with Mark Norman, uh, Shane Gillis, and Ari Shafir. Yeah, right. So it's four. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the first episode, they're like, "Well, what should we call this?" And they were just they just came up with like a pretentious name, and yeah. I think that's really funny. But yeah, they, they're so fucking good. Like those are I. <sighs> I was so happy when they put that one out because I had mm-hmm. just listened to episode three, which was a while ago, mm-hmm. but like a few days before episode four came out. Yeah. I was like, sick, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so funny. And plus, like Shane Gillis is now one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's something special about him. For one, like, I know it's going to make me sound like I'm a super Trump guy. I'm absolutely not. But we have slowly been pushed away from the type of comedy where it was like comedy from this place, comedy from that place, comedy from this place, right? All these different personalities and, and point of views. Mm-hmm. And so you would act, you'd see a new comedian click on their shit and it, they'd be making jokes about something you don't normally hear. And you're like, Oh fuck, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I forgot that like there's right wing comedy. Like, like, like that's, definitely satirical. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. And that's yeah. what Shane does. Mm-hmm. The shit he says, I don't think he believes in 60% of it, mm-hmm. but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely well, it's hilarious. fucking comedy. By the way, 
comedy. It doesn't have to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just has to be funny. That's the thing, too. It's I'm, like, uh, by the way, I'm not jerking my dick in socks all the time. It was just a fucking funny thing yeah, to say. We, right? we say things that are... Yeah, it is. But we say I mean, sometimes, th- but like not always, okay? I don't always catch it in the palm, all right? But... <laughs> but uh, sometimes I Spider-Man that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, amazing Spider-Man, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so for him to like... He made like... He's uncancelable because he's already been canceled. Mm-hmm. All right. So the point of view he's coming from, he can say whatever he wants. And mm-hmm. now it's like shock value stuff that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And like I was listening to him with uh on Chrissy Chaos when they did in the hotel room. Yeah. And uh like they're like laughing back and forth about shit. And you can tell when Shane's starting to get kind of drunk. And uh Chris says something like, Oh, what about this person? You think about voting for them? He's like, I don't know, fucking gonna fucking build a wall? Fucking borders a mess. <laughs> and like, does he believe in that? Probably not, but like it's just super funny because yeah. like it's now it's like that's not even like a huge shocking thing to say, but it is because yeah. he's slowly been pushed away. It's, you know, I think that that's, I think more, like more comedians believe what you're saying than, mm-hmm. than don't, you know, like there's yeah. going to be the Schumer's, Silverstein's, you know, like yeah. they're going to exist, obviously. Gatsby's. Yeah, and, and honestly, like Sarah uh, Silverman, I meant Sarah Silverman, she's funny. and like She's she, the funniest of those. Yeah, and, and Amy Schumer has some funny stuff too. I don't like, she's definitely not in my like top 20 comics. Yeah, nor but does she write it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, like she's got some funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're big for a reason is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But, but, uh, I was listening to, I guess we're just talking about podcasts at this point. Fuck it. Fuck it. Like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was listening to Whiskey Ginger today. Yeah. With Andrew Santino. Great fucking podcast. Yeah. And he had uh, Jessica Kirsten on, which she's been one of my favorite podcast guests for the last few months. Hold on real quick. Was she the one, uh, the, the Lesbian female Jewish comedian? Jewish was, was she the one that was just on um, uh, the newest episode of Bad Friends that came out Monday? Uh, no, no, she's it. funny. No, the, the, yeah. yeah, no, I, I kind of hope that they just bring her on all the time. She's good. She's good. I can't remember what her name was. They called her Juicy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, she is fucking funny, but she's pretty new mm-hmm. to the comedy You can scene. hear it in her voice, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, Jessica Kirsten is fucking hilarious. She's recently been on, um, I don't, I don't think it was Chrissy Chaos. I think it was Hey Babe. Um, she did, I think she did one on stage. Steve-O's Wild Ride, which is okay. a good show, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. If you guys haven't listened to Steve-O's Wild Ride, it's good. It's yeah, fucking good. They don't cut shit out of that. Nothing. Dude. Yeah, 100%. Like, you would think Soper Steve-O would be a little more protected in what he said. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. He's still the same fucking guy. Yeah, like, he definitely, like, is conscious about, like, being a dickhead. He's also older. Yeah, he's and he's just more now. mature. Yeah, yeah like, like uh, yeah, Steve-O on drugs just did whatever the fuck he wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's a smart guy, mm-hmm. but that's an excellent show. I'm pretty sure she was on that one recently. Okay. There was a couple others, but uh, just on Whiskey Ginger, and they were talking about that same situation, and, uh, you know, she's a Jewish lesbian. So, like, <laughs> you know... Pick your struggle, all right? A lesbian Jew. <laughs> but, but, you know, they were both talking about, because, I mean, most of their jokes, especially the, like Lesbian together. Heeb? I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, most of their jokes, are they're pretty dirty. They're a little, mm-hmm. like, is that quite PC? No, it's not, but it's hilarious. Like, they were making, like, Auschwitz jokes and fucking, you know. It's the word I hate, edgy. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, because that can go two ways. Mm-hmm. 
Because I think there's your your edgelord comics that are just trying for the shock Polarized value. Polarized to one side. Yeah. Shout out to the last episode. Yeah. And <laughs> like, would I maybe put Ari Shafir occasionally in? 100%. But, but I, like, yes. I, I think his comedy is not that so much, but he goes on those rants. Him, him. Well, look at the, remember the Kobe Bryant comment? Yeah. That almost got him, his It got him canceled. Yeah. He was canceled and he uncanceled Rogan, himself. Rogan That's such helped. a stupid fucking, you're not canceled. All right. People no. were mad at you on the internet. No one gives yeah. a shit. Cancel yeah. me. All you cancel me. That literally, so that mentality <laughs> you can't, right there. Have a podcast. I'll just keep doing it. That mentality right there is what kept Brian Callen in. And now I kind of, after years, kind of mixed feelings about him. But like, as soon as he got called out, he made a video on his fucking social media and was like, "I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I will not apologize for something I didn't yeah. do. I'm gonna lay low for a while so I don't ruin my friend's podcast. I have two podcasts with other friends I'm starting right now, and I will be back. Mm-hmm. But I did not do that, and I will not apologize for it. Yeah. And no shit, he's doing great. And that's all you got to do because. People's fucking attention spans are so short anyway, dude. Especially You're going to be mad now. about something this week, and then you can be mad again about something else next week, all right? Exactly. You know, fine. Be pissed off at me, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's such a funny concept. Uh, I was talking to Janice this week. What was it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I try and, like, it gets into that because, you know, like, cancel culture is just in the, the social zeitgeist right mm-hmm. now, you know? And so you're like, oh, we can't fucking listen to that guy or watch that show. Or it's, it's, Fuck you know, that, man. but like you gotta, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? If it's funny, if it's funny, you know, just, mm-hmm. just do what you consume the things that you like. Uh, comedy That's should it. be separate. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. Listen, the people out there that say they love, love uh, comedy and they watch standups. Guess what? Your favorite bits, the ones you share with your friends or you get drunk, you talk about at parties never fucking happen. Yeah. Or they were like pieces of several stories that they put together. Piece together. Were funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, it, it, it's it's meant comedy. Like in the, the veteran community is a uh, is, is a big section that uses that. Right? We use comedy for healing. Mm-hmm. If you've never heard of Vet TV, um, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, O'Malley. Um, anyway, uh, it, it was an actual. It's a TV network mm-hmm. started by a lieutenant that was in uh, the Marine Corps, and he got out, and he had a bunch of friends having problems, and he figured out that. Uh, uh, irreverent something was his first company, but uh, he just started making comedy stuff that was super dark, veteran related, but making people He's laugh. Bald guy, right? No. Who am I thinking of? You know who I'm talking about? Big, big kind of. That sounds like Angry Cops. That's another guy. That might be who I'm thinking of. Yeah, but they started using dark ass comedy that relates to the people who are hurting, mm-hmm. so they can fucking laugh about it, and it's a healing thing. And like, think about it, all the way back to court gestures. We have used this. In dark times for healing. Oh, yeah. It is separate. It is not true. Mm-hmm. So you can't cancel it and you can't judge it. And the thing we're seeing now is there, there were, I, I remember hearing about it two years ago, and it was it, uh, certain comedians were like pissed about it, but were really skeptical about bringing it up. But there were moments you can pick, a, pick out of different uh, podcasts where there were comedians attacking other comedians. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K., like, mm-hmm. they went right after him. Louis C.K. admitted to everything he did and asked if he could do it ahead of time. Also, by the way, he's back. And he's fucking great. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Whip your dick out, bud. Those people are on the... <laughs> dude, those people right now, now because like I, 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 if you listen to any of the podcasts, I always bring up the same reference. In all things social, the pendulum swings one way super far to the side mm-hmm. and swings back. Well, we're starting to swing back on this PC thing. Mm-hmm. Those fucking people that turned on and tried to eat each other are just standing there going like, ooh. Uh-oh. There was, um, I just heard about it on a podcast. There was a guy who got brought into the, com- uh, it wasn't, uh, it might have been the comedy seller. 
to do a set, another comedian went on social media and was like, don't fucking go there. Don't go support that. Do not go see him. The next week, called the comedy seller and was like, hey, so can I get a, can I get a spot? And they go, no. no. And he goes, well, why? And they go, you just sp- spoke out to hundreds of thousands of people and told them not to support my business. Yeah. Fuck no, I'm not giving yeah. you a spot. Cause effect boom <laughs> it's crazy yeah. it's fucking crazy yeah but no those fucking save my save our parks episodes are so fucking funny if you haven't listened to them absolutely go check that out oh jessica kirsten was on rogan not that long ago too that's oh, a nice. really good episode okay so i'll have to write that down and yeah. check it out yeah check that chick out because like i hadn't i don't i don't think i'd ever heard of her before uh whatever the first podcast was that i listened to but now every time i see her pop up I'm listening to that episode. I don't, you know, it's, she's fucking funny. Ali Wong is another one that's yeah. super funny. Have you, have you watched her two standups on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a, a bit that really hit home too. She's like, one thing I have to learn as a woman who likes men that have problems. See my inflection. That's not long. <laughs> uh, she's like, don't date skaters. And I'm like, all right, bitch. And I'm like, listen to those. She goes, it's a funny joke. She's like, don't date skaters, especially when they're in their late twenties or early thirties, because you're going to have a great time and wake up on a mattress in a kitchen. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, accurate. Uh, <laughs> I can't be mad. Cause it's true. <laughs> and it's not his place. Yeah. There, there's, yeah, there's so many comedians out there that did not back off. They just kept doing the thing. Tom Segura, uh, when he went off on Louisiana, was it Louisiana? Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived in Louisiana. Yeah. And I actually, like, it wasn't until I left where I'm like, you know, that place is pretty fucking cool. And then uh, when he went off on that bit about talking about how Louisiana sucks ass, and like, I'm like, all right, I get that too. I laughed at it. They attacked him, tried to cancel him, and it's like, dude, like, first of all, that's not enough. Yeah. Like, even if this cancelable thing is, as long as you don't say, okay, you cancel me, you cannot be canceled. Yeah. Uh, and then. Crystalia's back. Yeah. That Let's guy. name all the people that are back that you've canceled in the last few years. All you of them. Fucking idiots. All of them. All of them are back. <laughs> uh, but. And they're his, all doing way better than you. He put out another special like a year later, right? After they went after him on every, I mean, they were calling sponsors. Nobody's. People at home looked up numbers, called his sponsor, tried to get him canceled. His next fucking special comes out on Netflix. It's like, I think 10 minutes in, he goes, oh, by the way, fuck Louisiana. My boy doubles down. Doubles down and gets after it. Yep. And then what's funny, though, is Theo Vaughn is from Louisiana, and he goes, I know about everybody trying to cancel Tom Segura about fucking saying we should cut Louisiana off in the United States. He's like, you know what I say about that? Build a wall around Mississippi. (laughs) And he just does the same thing. He's like, I've been there. It smells like a bathtub full of ball sweat and asshole. Yeah, dude. But I... Uh, I was just like, yeah, we're just going to keep going on podcasts. <laughs> we'll I listen to mostly podcasts by comedians. Like mm-hmm. if I'm not listening to a book at work, I'm listening to a comedian's podcast. I'll get on some Dan Brown, some hardcore mm. history. But besides that, yeah, I'm the same. I can't remember the name of the show. I just started listening to it. But Mark Norman and Sam Morell have a show together. Really? Super funny, dude. I didn't like Norman at first. I thought his voice was a I stick. think it's great. Comedy. <laughs> I thought it was a shtick yeah. and I come to find out that's that dude talks. talks like that yeah. I think it's super he's got like the perfect stage comedian voice like that's such a classic sound he would have he would have killed 40 years ago that's a guy who grew up in the 80s and his parents didn't watch him and put him in front of a TV yeah that's 80s TV talk show voice neglect you neglect <laughs> yeah comedy if I lock him in the house no one can abduct it's him so fucking funny but uh, he had they had uh, they had Tom Segura on this, ep- this week's episode Okay. And they were talking about like places that 
like, this is a dicey thing, but Tom doesn't care. He was talking about places that they played that they like and places that they don't like. And he was just like, no no holds barred, just yeah. fucking, this is what it is. He's got fuck you money now, finally. Though. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about it. He can go play an arena and not like it <laughs> and exactly. make all of the money. <laughs> He's balling now. But yeah. I love that like comedy's taken a uh, a turn now, too, that uh, it's it's becoming a little bit more independent. Like, obviously, all these guys are still represented by agents and yada, yada, yada. But they're putting out specials on their own. They're they're putting their own money up on this shit mm-hmm. and, and making it happen either on YouTube or Netflix is picking it up. And like that's what Chris DiStefano did. Yeah, um, he was down with whatever whoever, mm-hmm. whoever wanted it, you know. And uh, you know, have you noticed we've moved away from? Remember when we were kids? It was all about comedy albums. I owned a few. Yeah, yeah. Like it was all like that. That's what it was. Every comedian was putting out an album. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't doing that anymore. They're doing specials because it's we're we're a more visual. You know, society, and we gotta make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of cool, though. Like we're getting like the stuff that they actually want, rather than like them taking all the notes and cutting up this special into this nice little PC wrap. Horror box, stories you know? too of them handing off their albums yeah. to somebody, and they edit them, they get them back, and they're like, "What the what fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah. Like there's some. I'm I'm, I'm a big George Carlin fan. I think most people probably are, mm-hmm. but some of his some of his uh albums are just not that great no just because of the way that they're put together not because of the content mm-hmm. they're just choppy you know and, but, I mean? but his live stand-ups are amazing, amazing. His specials yeah yeah you when can specials sell- were special yep when they were, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's i'm just uh i'm just max i don't i don't got that kind of money <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no good shit though there's uh there's some you know listen to podcasts it's there's some good shit out there there's, yeah and it's funny i was so like militant in the beginning of starting this like we're not gonna fucking talk about any other podcast it's just ours and now it's like i mean it's not it doesn't hurt us whatsoever listen to tiger belly listen to fucking whiskey ginger listen to uh i used to be a fighter and the kid fan for a long time and i just i can't fucking do yeah. it anymore i can't it, I, i've i've listened to too many hours of the, and not to rag on them. I've just listened to hundreds of hours over the last few years of them talking. And I can really, I've just, I've, I've got this filter where they talk, it goes through my filter and I can separate everything. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That's not true. That's pandering. Yeah. You know, I think I'm, I'm a big like behind the scenes kind of guy. I mm-hmm. like watching special features on DVDs and oh, yeah. all that shit, you know? And I think that's, what's cool about, podcasts that come out of the comedy world mm-hmm. you know because you really are they're breaking down how they write or like what their process is or like yeah. how they came up or you know i respect comedy in such a different way it's hard dude you gotta work your ass off for 10 years to maybe make it that's the that's the thing you get to 10 years yeah. and then you start figuring out if it's gonna happen mm-hmm. but then there's the weird ones like uh you know trailer park tammy yeah uh, Chelsea Lynn. I listened to that too. Super fucking funny. But her whole thing is like... The Whiskey Ginger one? Yeah, that one was Amazing. good. There was a couple other episodes of Tiger different Belly. podcasts I listened to that were good. But yeah, the Tiger Belly one was great. I thought that mm-hmm. was hilarious. Um, but she literally didn't... So she, she'd never done stand-up before. Mm-hmm. Got internet famous because of a funny character that's loosely based on her life, not necessarily I think her. it's a 60-40. I think that's 60% her. Yeah. I think the other 40% is, is what survived Probably, that, yeah. that growing up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But uh, like, I'm definitely buying one of her fucking topless calendars. Oh, we're putting it up, so, dude. Hundred percent. Once, once little brother moves out of the podcast studio, and we get to go back in there. We're yeah. putting one up for sure, dude. So they're so yeah. <laughs> Have you looked at any of the pictures on them? Man, I haven't. I saw she's got an OnlyFans, though, and I was like... Well, her OnlyFans is only comedy. She doesn't do anything goofy on there. Because she brought that up, and she was like, Mm -hmm. she fucking kills it Mm -hmm. on that thing. Yeah. It's insane. A shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. But uh, she had never done stand-up before, booked a... Was it like a year-long tour? 
her first show was the first time she'd ever been on stage to do comedy. That's insane. Crazy. I know you heard that, but like, it just, it blows my mind. So like, she talks about how she like literally like never tested out any of this material. And I kind of wonder if we're going to see that start happening more because you hear these comics talking about how the gatekeepers have kind of gone away from that community. And now the fans are kind of the gatekeepers rather than the older comics that you look up to. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. Depending on where the social I, I status mean, I, quo is. If you're funny, you're funny, I guess. But, like, does it bring down, I guess we'll see in the next 10 years or so. Like Dave if Chappelle it down, is a great example yeah. of that, I believe. Like, the fans love him, and there are groups that try to cancel him, and you, you can't. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Dave Chappelle. Yeah, try and stab him. Try it. Try and stab him. <laughs> that dude tried to kill his roommate. He's, he's in jail yeah. now. Yeah, there's more to that shit, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, real quick, side note, uh, especially we've been talking about podcasts this whole time. Did you see the video of the guy attacking the cop with a hatchet? Yeah, yeah. Dude, in case you haven't, it's a uh, forward-facing dash cam video. So, like, the cop car is behind a regular car. I think they're in a neighborhood, right? Yeah. So, so it shows a car in front of his car, and he's talking to the driver, and a car just pulls up next to him. The guy gets out, then turns around, closes his door to make sure. The cop's like, look at him, like, what the fuck? And he just pulls a hatchet. He's like, is that a fucking hatchet? <laughs> and smokes this dude, but it's like... That's what they're dealing with, dude. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. I would not want to be a cop. Fuck <laughs> it's no. just... You know, most of the time that job's probably super boring, mm-hmm. but you don't fucking know. You just don't know what you're getting into. Probably a lot of hurry up and wait, and then just blatant violence and stuff. And plus, I've always Especially said... Especially in like more metro areas, like it probably would, like around small towns in Montana or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not probably not a super exciting job. Most of the... You get your occasional murders and yeah. <laughs> whatever, but... I, uh, I worked for the feds in, uh, in Forest Service and Bureau of Land Management. I did that for a while. And so in the office, there were federal officers, and I'd shoot the shit with them here and there, mostly just talking about guns, being like, let me see your fucking kit, dude. Like, you got fucking plates? You doing fucking soft armor? Like, we'd bullshit. And a couple of them were like, dude, you should do this. And I'm like, oh, no. No, no. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because I will be too hard on people who deserve it and too lenient on people who don't. And that would get me fired. Yeah. And no one wants to get fired or charged as a prior police officer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. Now, I, I really think that, like, I would have way more of a moral operation than I would a legal one, mm-hmm. the way I went about it. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, no one's ever going to talk to you the same way. Fucked up part is that's how it should be. Yeah. They call it, um, oh, God, it was it was described to me as the, uh, the law of the... Um, I think it's the law of the moral man. Mm-hmm. And that used to be something that was taught to police officers. They taught you the law by black and white. And this is back when cops would walk the beat. You had a neighborhood cop you'd see on foot all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Steve. Like the yeah, kids you know are, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, he's a part of the community. And they would teach them both. And it, it, it was the moral vacuum the cops have now. They didn't have back then. Mm-hmm. And the, a moral vacuum is an actual legal term that they use when they teach lawyers. And it's the ability to know that someone is lying and guilty and you eat that shit and still try to get them off. Mm -hmm. So they had the opposite back then where it was like, you're breaking the law and then you would have the law of the moral man. And that was, but is this right or not? Mm -hmm. I know the circumstance, like this man should be let go. What he did was right. And that's just not a thing now because they are treating police officers like militia Mm -hmm. and it is being fed to them from the academy. And then... It's it's something I've talked about with other veterans and police officers before where it's like, I can see the way that certain police officers who are burnt out talk to civilians, and it's the way that I saw certain soldiers talk to civilians in combat zones. Mm, interesting. 
And it's the same thing. But the difference is, is domestic and combat zone. Mm-hmm. We are not the enemy just because you're fucking fed yeah, up with yeah. us. Like you're also one of us. And so they are militarizing them. And it also has to do with the tactical mindset that has happened with being at war for 20 years, multiple generations fighting in it. Mm-hmm. That like probably a lot of the cops and on any for any given force. were Yeah. They're fed those, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like uh, me and Chase, like, we talked about it in a prior episode, uh, took our, uh, our families to, um, the, uh, the thing in that hangar where they had the planes with oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. two bear air and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like safety event thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was cool. You can go in there. You can see, um, first responder rigs and stuff. Mm. They gave away helmets, face painting. Like my kid loved it. And then I looked over and saw an MRAP. I saw an MRAP with a police logo on the side mm-hmm. and it, it, sh- it fucking gave me chills. It was parked across the street from my house not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I live in murderhood. We got, we got to move you out of there, buddy. <laughs> it's moitus. But I'm looking at that thing and then like you just flash back and it's like me at 21 years old riding in one of those while machine gun fires lighting up the outside and rockets are flying around it. And I know what they've taken. I've seen, I've seen one take a 300 pound IED. Damn. And then you and like now, did it fuck everybody up on the inside? Fuck yeah, it did. The truck was still in a piece, in one piece. And you start thinking about that, it's like you are, for one, they don't need it, and two, you are delivering a mindset with that gift. Yeah, and an image, an image, I mean, and, yeah. it, and it, you are subconsciously feeding the us versus them thing. And like I've always on said, both on uh, from both directions, because yeah, you see yeah. that coming down the street, you're like, that's you know what I mean, yeah. like that guy's not on my side. I know what it takes yeah. to fucking take one of those down, and we don't have it. Mm-hmm. And that's scary to me. It, it truly is. And then, you know, you, it, it puts that mindset in people. It creates a separation. And like, I've always said that I am pro law enforcement to the extent of I treat it the same way I treat strangers on the road. Uh, you're just a fucking person. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a police officer to me, you're just Steve, unless I'm breaking the law. Mm-hmm. But it's when that, that gap gets crossed when I'm still not breaking the law. As, it's like when you piss off a cop and he's like, you know, I could fucking look around and make this happen. And it's like, oh, so you're admitting that you're going to bend the fucking rules and find a way to unjustly fucking charge me because I don't want to deal with it right now. I know I haven't broken the law. You're probably looking for someone else. Fucking dude, leave me the you fuck got alone. something else to do. Yeah. yeah. If I annoy you, it doesn't mean you can fucking go through my vehicle with a you know, fine tooth comb and find a way to get me like... It, this separation that we're doing with law enforcement is completely unhealthy mm-hmm. and it's becoming generational because mm-hmm. it spanned about the same amount of time this 20 year war did. And I think it's a scary direct. Oh, we're going dark. It's a scary direction we're going in. Yeah, it is. It is on a sour sli- yeah, sort let's of fucking, side. Note. Let's segue that shit. <laughs> well, it's only a kind of segue. We'll have to work I'll our take way it. out of this one. Uh, have you seen Spiral? It's, it's like a Saw movie. But Chris Rock's the like he's like a head detective or like no a detective. Netflix so fucking good yeah okay uh, I need some Netflix I'm pretty sure it was Netflix well if not I'll I'll send you I'll send you a link or something but yeah look it up it's, it's Spiral um, but yeah Chris Rock first of all I I don't like I don't think of that guy as like a great actor fantastic mm-hmm. comedian but I don't think of him as a great actor like he had his his TV show but whatever Chris had some good roles a few. But it's just not yes. what I associated yeah. with. He's a comedian who also acts. Yeah. That's the way I always see it. That movie, he was a fucking actor. So mm. good. He did a great job. But the whole premise of it, and this is where it kind of connects, is the whole premise of it is he's a cop. His dad was a cop. They're murder detectives. And uh, 
it doesn't seem like there was really a solid connection between like, oh, this detective worked on the Jigsaw case or anything like that. But it mm-hmm. was it was in it was I think it was in Chicago, which I think is where the Jigsaw murders took place. Okay. Um, but it's a copycat killer Ooh. that is totally fucked in the head. Um, and he's going after bad cops. That's his whole thing. <laughs> Sorry, this Tinder girl I've been trying to get with just fucking text me. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I, that was pretty much it. But he's he's going after bad cops, and the bad cops are the ones that are ending up in the really. In the shit. It's it's pretty good. It's okay. pretty good. So I'm a big fan of that narrative, and it, we don't see it as much. Or when we do, it ends up in a B movie. Mm-hmm. The the righteous cop going you know standing up against his so called brothers mm-hmm. for what's right, the law, the moral man. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there is one of my favorite movies of all time. That is based on that. Have you watched Copland? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie, you, you know Stallone's in it, and you automatically think he's going to be a badass. The way that he made himself vulnerable. If you've never seen Copland, it really is uh, It is a cop. I believe it's Staten Island, and New York and Jersey are ran by the mob, and he's the sheriff. And he, I, think he, I think he's in Staten Island, and he has all these other cops, and they, they go over the city limits to go work. He's a simpleton. As as a nice way of putting it, he's not the smartest guy. He's strong, but he cares, and that's just the one guy who they act, they show that these other cops are fucking hurting people and breaking the law. And he just goes fuck that and like makes his stand. And like I said, he's not the smartest guy, but he knows what's right and what's wrong, and he fights back against him. And do you remember the scene where his eardrums ear are blown out? Yeah, it gets to the point where he's literally like getting shot at by cops. Like he's trying to stop all these like conspiracy things these cops are doing. There's a guy, um, God, what's his fucking name? Uh, talks about sports all the time. White Jewish guy, in New York, super uh, into. Uh, fuck. He just yells a lot, but <laughs> a lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, super fuck, into rap. God, uh, man, it's, it's on the, my tongue. Yeah, right, God. fucking there. Um, who's on fire? The kid, M- Michael, Mike, Michael. Yeah, yep. Oh God, I almost had little dude. Y- y- y'all know who we're talking. The angry yeah. guy on TikTok. So uh, he's also <laughs> in as a young kid. Yeah, and um, they're trying to kill him. I think he was a junior cop and saw them do something, and they went to. They're like, "You're gonna fucking do this or not?" He got scared, so like, let's not give him a choice. Let's fucking kill him. And he ends up running to that sheriff, and and he stands up for him. But there's a scene where like he's fighting back the best he can. He's outmanned. And he drops to his knees, and one of them walks up, and it is literally like one of his best friend cops. And they put a gun next to his head and fire it and blow his eardrums out. That would that, hurt, dude. Dude, ow. <laughs> that would fucking hurt. But that would, that, that's, that's one of the only great movies based on that, because most of it's pro, or it's half and half. Like, uh, The Departed is half and half. It's half one character breaking the law as a cop, the other one trying to be righteous and stop it. Yeah. I, I Little things we look over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did I already... I can't remember if I announced this or not, but I'm getting my nuts snipped. Did we Are talk you about doing that? it? Doing it? We yeah. talked about thinking about it. Doing it, doing it. Fucking doing it. You going to make a popsicle? I don't know. I don't know that I need to. I think it's worth it. I mean, this, this is the question, though. Do you pay rent on that popsicle? Mm, is there a storage fee? There's got to be. How lofty is it? You I know? mean, honestly, if someone was like, here, you want to hold on Can to Can I just take it home? And definitely holding on to my jizz. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I take it home? Do you even know that you're getting yours back? Can you, imag- can you imagine if the fucking power went out? Yeah, <laughs> and then like comes back on and like six years after that you're like put this in you and she's like it tastes it fucking tastes it, it smells, smells like weird wilted fucking kale <laughs> nice. yeah i don't know i don't know that i need to i'm i'm fucking i'm 30 like am i like i if i i don't I, we we wanted we liked the idea of having another kid yeah 
but I, I kind of immediately after we had our first one mm-hmm. was kind of like, man, I don't know. I like this one a lot, <laughs> you yeah. know? And, uh, not only that, but like I can, I'm not a rich guy, you know, maybe I'll do well eventually, but I can give everything that I have to this one mm-hmm. and give this one a good life. And also like, I've always, I've always been a little bit against the, like just overpopulating for no reason. I agree. You know, and so like there's all these people out there. There's all these fucking Nick Cannons of the world that are just oh, out there just fucking knocking Jesus. bitches up for no Clip reason. that fucker. You know, I'm sick of people fucking defending that guy too. Because like, well, he's got money. He can do it. Well, yeah, okay. It's sure, not good fine. for everyone. No, it's bad for everybody. We also don't need a bunch of like 15 fucking kids raised with all the goddamn money in the world. Yeah. How many of those kids are going to end up... Uh, this sounds super dark, but it, it's a realistic fucking opinion. You're playing statistics to that point. If those kids... are, First of all, you're a rapper's fucking kid. Uh, we already know he has a really negative mil- militant... Excuse me, mind st- mindset. Lots of money. Angsty. Can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, those are the same people that end up fucking sexual assault charges and shit like that because... They fucking do whatever the fuck they want to try to buy people. They do shitty things. I, I'm a firm believer. If you're gonna if you're gonna raise a kid and you have generational wealth, like Conor McGregor's a great one. Yeah, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather both said like, "I am fucking ruining my body so I can create generational wealth for my family." Okay, don't give that fucking kid that money until he's 26. Yeah. Wait till that frontal lobe is fully formed. They can make better decisions. They've had to do some grinding. Of course, they're still going to have a better life, but make them earn some things and have world perspective before they get rich. Otherwise, like, you end up with some fucking Duke lacrosse players and shit. Yeah, dude. I just, like, money doesn't, money doesn't make you a dad, you know? No. There's nothing is going to make you a dad except for spending the time and being with your kid. Absolutely. Um, and I just like, I just, I can't, I can't subscribe to this whole, well, he can, he can handle it. He's spending time with his kids. No, he's fucking not. No, he's not. No, he's, he's just fucking not. There's more. no That's way. It. What's he got like 40 fucking kids now? He can't, he doesn't have that kind of time. So talking from, these are just, you know what? Like everybody's, you know, people think like, well, how do you get that opinion and shit like that? Um, I'm a guy with one kid. Put that here. Put that uh, where the, <laughs> put that where the fucking uh, moose antler is. Um, and you can either, do, no, use that fucking, use that damn speaker as a, Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm a guy with one kid, and I'm, I'm damn near just a single dad, right? And I, uh, it's it's a lot of work to give that. Uh, he gets all my attention, and then I start thinking about two people. Okay, I can give two kids all my attention. Now I have friends with three kids, and all of them say the same thing: the world fucking changes. You got to buy a new rig. Yeah. Guess what? Disneyland ain't fucking happening. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to take all of them. Uh, you can only give. I'm one of five. Mm. All right, and I'm a fuck. I, I will swear up and down. You can only give so much love at once. And with five kids, you got to start spreading it out. And each kid's getting twenty percent. Well, now that dude's got like nine kids right now. Yeah, and he's still being a playboy, multiple babies, mamas. He's not raising those fucking kids. Bragging about it too. Bragging man. about it. I don't it. fucking understand that shit at all. I don't fucking get it. But yeah, I just. <sighs> So anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, like maybe me having one kid, you know, so that brings like the net total down by 50%, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I see it too. If I have one, me and my ex-wife got together, made one kid. Yeah. So when we both die, two people make one. Mm-hmm. Of course, but like dickheads like that are canceling it out. God damn it. Them in the mormons. <sighs> I know, dude. There's no fucking reason that you should have 20 fucking kids and then get a TV show. Goddamn Latter-day Taints, dude. Fucking, fucking 
kill yourself. I just, I don't fucking get it, man. I don't fucking get it. It's not okay. It's not okay. And, and how have those, the fucking, the Duggar kids or whatever, like how have they turned out? Poorly. Not good. That one kid's uh, facing prison time for like molesting some of the other younger ones. You know why? Because there was what? fucking 20 of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that yeah, one. Dude, it's so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. Like, yeah, maybe a long time ago, some god said, go and populate the earth. That was before we had 8 billion of us. 8 fucking billion. Closing in on 9? There's too fucking many. Too fucking many of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and tying it into having another kid, I started thinking about that too, and I'm like, my son is five now, and I'm like, well, we're kind of getting out of the era of, like, my son will have someone to play with, which he will if I have another, but as well as, like, man, like, our situation is a little different. So, I, I you know, I, I am no longer with my son's mom, and it ended a bit rocky, and so it's like, well, if I do that again, well, what if that happens, if the same situation happens again? Then am I going to bring another kid out that's going to have you know a, dysfunc- a dysfunctional setup? But I also believe it's something my dad had said to me. Now when it, uh, now that I'm an older male and I'm starting to look at my dad who has four fucking families and five kids, six kind of, uh, he told me, he's like, what if I get with a younger woman that still wants to have kids? Do I have to tell her she can't have that? Hmm. So with me only having one though, I'm only 33. That's what makes me decide to have a popsicle. What if I get with a girl that's, let's just say, like 30, I'm 33. She wants to have one. Well, I'm totally cool with having another one. It would definitely have to be something that I know is going to make it, which, of course, you don't ever really know. But like that kind of weighs on my mind. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely am on board with getting snipped. I'm fucking terrified. I'm covered in tattoos and piercings and shit, and I am terrified of needles. God, I fucking know. So... (laughs) Most people I talk to say they have no issues with it. Because what do they, I mean, they, they crimp it. They don't actually snip it, right? They like pinch it together. Remember the big fat bald guy truck driver from WC? Yeah, that's the problem. Is there, I've heard enough of those, like two, two of those stories is fucking enough for two, me, man. Two big side effects that some Who's in here have. right now? Who's, who's listening to us? Comment, you bitches. There's two big side effects you can have, uh, not counting infection, with getting snipped for guys. One is uh, massive swelling. Where dudes' balls end up the side of a melon. Massive. Massive. Only massive I'm getting. And then uh, mass effect. And uh, the other one's torsion, where they go to put that stuff back in your sack and your nuts spin in a circle. Justin says it ain't that bad. I I love you, buddy, but I don't trust your judgment the same way when it comes to my nuts. All right. Like, I love you to death, but when my nuts are on the line. (laughs) He says it ain't that bad. I don't see, like, but it's literally. It's that, that one guy that we used to work with, and then my buddy, yeah, Vlad. By the way, just to tie in that, uh, the guy we're talking about got both massive swelling and his nuts spun yeah, in a circle. And that's just terrifying. Hell yeah. Like, people are like, oh, you can just, just get it done on a Friday. You'll be back to work on Monday. No, no. give me a week. No. <laughs> give me a fucking week. If uh, some long-term <laughs> listeners remember of the horror story I told about getting snipped with my buddy, Barry Garman, they got it done in the military. I was working on my Jeep outside the barracks. He shows up out of nowhere and was like, I say, oh, he's, he was a sergeant. We were like young privates. And he's like, oh, you guys need help. I'll help you. And it was like, fuck, thanks, Sergeant Garman. Hell yeah. And we're working on this Jeep out of nowhere. He's a big ass half Cuban dude. And he starts sliding down the side of my Jeep. And he's wearing basketball shorts. And I'm like, whoa. And I, I'm using his first name. I'm like, Barry, Barry, Barry. And he starts fucking rocking back and forth, going unconscious. I look down and there's blood running down his leg. He had just left and his stitches popped. Oh, oh. I had to call his wife 
and uh, which I was one of the young single guys. So she was like, "Why the fuck is he hanging out with you?" Oh, man. She had to come get him. We had to pick him up like like a big ass suitcase and load him in the car. And she took his ass right back to the hospital. God, that, like makes me feel sick in my stomach. Justin, if you're still listening, uh, did they? Is it is it cut or is it pinched? Did yeah, they just pinch it. I know you had yours a little while back. Did you get the snip or the pinch? Make it quick. Come on, on the clock. Let's go. Let's go. yeah so like my i had another buddy um in washington like this dude like you're saying you got tattoos all over the shit and it scares the shit out of you this guy literally his whole face is tattooed like most of his body he has he's got a fucking like big old stretched wiener piercing like all kinds of shit right like because that's i just don't want anything near my dick dude that's the big (laughs) thing man like i don't like uh -uh. i don't need no piercings i'm not fucking tattooing a little worm on it would be kind of funny but i like oh. i just i just don't uh mine was cauterized with a laser non-intrusive sore for three days then nothing you know that's he didn't have much balls to begin with though. laser sounds cool though i mean if you're gonna touch my nuts with something if i can make it a laser bud you know i mean honestly is it like, like a, is, is it like a little lightsaber i don't think so it so, should be i'm gonna tell you my dad's story because he got his done finally uh might be totally bullshit okay the only reason it makes me think it is because of the area he got it done. So I have had, I, I, for the 90,000th fucking time, I grew up in a tiny, tiny town in the high desert. Uh, when I broke my arm the last time, um, I green-sticked one bone, I green-sticked my ulna, and I shattered and blew out my radius, right? My dad was, uh, was training to be a uh, paramedic, a first responder at work, and the doctor was like, well, we got to snap that green-stick bone to make the both of them set. And he's like, you want help? And my dad and him grabbed my arm and snapped it over the edge of the fucking, over the, the operating table. Yeah. Snapped it. So, that kind of mindset, by the way, he said that, and this, this would have... go fuck yourself, Brett. Oh, I love you too, baby. <laughs> uh, so, this would have been, fuck, 2003 maybe, which now is 19 years ago. He said, and, and Tyler's mom says she was there holding his hand, said the same thing, that they had him drop his drawers... They took a, a a rag and cut a hole in it, pulled his junk through the hole. He said he was sweating so bad that he soaked the rag, and the cauterizer they were using was really old, and they sat it on the rag, and it shocked the piss out of his nuts. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Now, do I know if that's true? No, I don't. My dad is a storyteller, and sometimes you got to make stories sound a little better. Yeah, but no, I don't. It's a bad story. But God damn <laughs> it, if I'm story. running the risk of that. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, that's the other problem is I don't have any like real faith in the medical system here. <laughs> it's been nothing but bad experiences. Well, I'm a single guy <laughs> in my 30s, right? I have ran through a lot of nurses. And I'll tell you what, you hang out with them outside of work and you're like, you save people? <laughs> like, like, you're the one holding the tools? Shit, you got a Coke problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep them from shaking. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, get, get your fucking... Listen, if you, I'm not even going to like dive into this at all, but if you live in an area where certain things may have just become not legal or available and your wife is upset about it and you already have a kid and you're not planning on having any more, just go get them fucking snipped and take the stress off of hundred percent. Jesus Christ. Yes. It's not like, I don't, I don't know about taking a pill. Like I know that they're developing the male birth control. I don't, I don't want, that. I don't want women that I'm with to be on birth control. Cause it's bad for them. A hundred percent. I'm married now. So it's just the mm-hmm. woman, but like, I don't want her to be on birth control. That's just really fucking bad for him. When I was married, my, my ex got off of her birth control. Happiest I ever saw her body was doing well. She looked great. She was happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause it just keeps your body in a perpetual sense of I'm pregnant. 
uh, I think it's luteinizing hormone mm. that it uses, and it just and so it just constantly thinks it's already pregnant, and yeah, like, and look, not to touch on the subject, right? Because I don't want to get too polarized right now. Women, if you don't think that men out here feel bad for you and I'll have your back on what's going on, we fucking do. Yeah. All right. Like every time I keep seeing this, uh, it's like this is happening to us and we. There are plenty of men that don't, though. There's just those some guys fucking suck shitty and dudes out there. The rest of us want to call them from the herd. Yeah. All right? We don't need those guys. And around. unfortunately, those are the guys that pretend that they're alpha alpha males. Oh, sweet Jesus. They, they fucking are, too. Like, no, dude. No one wants to mate with you. You're not an alpha male. No, dude. <laughs> this no. problem doesn't touch you because no one will have sex with you, you stupid fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we got your back. At we least here you. at Strange Range, we got your back. Happy got you, ladies. ladies. But, uh, get them snip, boys. Get them snip. Well, shit. Are we gonna? F- nah, I don't want you to see my dick. Well, yeah, you see my balls. What? What are we doing right now? No, I'll just <laughs> say, I'll, we'll, go, we'll go do it at the same time and film it. <laughs> like, okay. Do you remember the first time we ever partied together? I think it was the whitefish trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Do you remember the picture we took? Yeah. We all had our. So check this out. The first time I ever hung out with Chase at Pretty outside sure I saw of town. Your butthole that night. I definitely did. saw your balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we all got hammered drunk, walked back from the bar. I'm holding a pint glass. We bent over their asses out taking a picture, and I fucking put my pint glass on top of my ass. And then, like, I, I know where I hear a, a snap of a picture, and I go, ew, I can see Brett's ball root. <laughs> Homie hung the trousers a bit too low. <laughs> He's got little butt cheeks, so just little guys, you know? Yeah, you know, I got a head kill ass. Okay, you know, it's what God gave me. You bend over a little bit, it's just exposed, you know? The way she is. The way she goes. It's fucking cute. Speaking of which, we do got to finish that ass tattoo, bro. I'm, I'm waiting. We got to do it. I'm waiting. So we, we need a third guess. So yeah. I know that there are people that listen to this who Takers. are on the list of people that we want to bring on. Uh, I have a freckle on my ass of a tattoo. Chase is supposed to do my tattoo live on the podcast. We found out the first attempt that two guys tattooing an ass uh, on microphones. We you need a third person to have comic relief, otherwise it's real gay. It's real weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. I've got uh, that audio somewhere. Ah, burn it. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever see the light of day. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we got to do that though. It's uh, in fact, it's sitting right here. Actually, yeah, our, our, just our, waiting. Our whole podcast brain is on top of a tattoo yeah. machine right now. <laughs> uh, you got a line wet yet this year? Hardly. It's too fucking high, man. It's been bumming me out. There are other places to fish. I know, lips. but I'm a fucking river guy. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'm a fisherman. All right? <laughs> okay. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> By the way, Chase Christensen, the biggest fucking jinx in fishing. I I had never been skunked on a fly rod, Am which I a was jinx surprising. Or you bad at it? Surprisingly, I, hadn't been, I have not been skunked on a fly rod. I at least pull a small one. And I go Every time I go with him, I don't catch shit. You used to pulling a small one. Anything? Yes. Anything? Nothing? Nothing. Oh, Come on. <laughs> Give me something. Usually Daisy's on there. Yeah, where the fuck is there's two listeners, two watchers. Uh, two hundred, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We just gotta beat this fucking algorithm. Good God. Yeah. Help us out. Share this shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the you don't have to share the live. You can keep that right here. But you share the page. Tell people to listen to us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're occasionally funny. Most of the time we just bullshit, you know. It's, it's what pretty people good. are thinking. That's what we're talking Let's about. Get real strange with it. I'm trying to think of some uh, some movies. Uh, I've been trying to get Tyler to watch certain movies. So like we talked about before, so my little brother uh, just wasn't exposed to a lot of movies. Whereas like being a '90s kid, I was either outdoors all day, twenty four seven, or I was in the house watching the only VHSs we had. And so I'm a big movie nerd. Uh, I've been slowly giving him movies to watch. And uh, I started making, uh, I have a whiteboard in my kitchen and making a list on it. And I put Grind on there because he had never seen it. I came home early one day and he's watching Grind. And Atta I'm like, boy. that's my boy. Yep. 
Uh, God, he, I haven't seen that in way too long. That's so such a good, good movie. Uh, I've been trying to get him to watch Ex Machina, which I have on DVD. You've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely mind-bending, amazing. Mm-hmm. There, oh, I, I guarantee he hasn't seen Memento either, but I got to warm him up into it. I think you've seen Old Boy? <sighs> I know the, he hasn't. The, the, the good one, the first one. I, he hadn't seen either. <laughs> uh, Josh Brolin is amazing. God, that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the first one's so fucking good. It's That's got to be one of my favorites. The twist it's at the end. It's got to be top 10. The twist at the end was great. Yeah. Um, have you seen uh, Oculus? Yeah. Oculus, the twist at the end of that is mm. just mind-blowing. Mm. I had him laying there watching it with me, and then I got like 10 minutes into it, and I was like, oh, I forgot. And it just drew me in. I look over, that motherfucker snoring. <laughs> Dirty bitch. Dirty well, bitch. we're going to have to have a night here before too long. Let's fucking do some movies and just cook some shit. We've been talking about that for like a year or more. I know. we got to pick a, like a hard meal to cook, too. Yeah. We have like a, a grill going one. outside, shit going on in the, in the kitchen mm-hmm, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely got to get on that. Plus, um, we have some liquor to make. Oh, yes. I'm waiting on you. I know your birthday's coming up next month. It is. It is. You know, so actually, this was something I was going to talk about. I'm trying to, <laughs> I want to take a month off of anything. I want to just get sober for a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't decide if, like, July is a bad one because it's my birthday and it's my cousin's birthday. Like, you know, but here's the problem. You're always going to find an excuse to not get drunk, you know, or to, to get drunk rather <laughs> to not stay sober. But, uh, like Rogan does sober October and I'm like, I can't do that. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I can't fucking make that work. Like November. I could probably do sober November. You know, I'm down, dude. What uh, month would be the best to just do a sober month? Well, we can't do. September. I thought about August, but you're going on vacation in August. We're going on vacation. That ain't going to work. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to keep that kind of hush hush because there's plenty of people I want to see and a lot I don't want to see. Uh-huh. But uh, also, um, hunting season September. Yeah, that's a rough one. You can't not drink beer and hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm all about it. Usually, uh, I take a break. Every I back in the day, I used to, uh, before I got married. Fucking jot that down, guys who aren't married. I used to take a break every six to eight months for a month or two, and I would completely stop smoking, and then I would usually take a big break from drinking. Uh, man, I take a week, even now I take a week from nothing. I just, just a break. I feel so much sharper. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting fat. I'm getting fucking fat. Like I need to do something. I can't, I got to do it before November, but like, I do that's the part things. Come do the things I with me. Yeah, dude, I don't have fucking time to do things, there's a free, man. There's a free gym. That's 20 great. Away. This is, there's gyms way closer to my house. Yeah, well, <laughs> they cost money and I can't watch you work out. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's a me thing. That's a fucking, I forgot how much I loved ice cream thing. Uh, you know what you should get is a uh, uh, sandbag, the, yeah. the duffels. Yeah. You do a bunch of push-ups and burpees, and when you do a burpee, do your, do your jump or don't do your jump and throw it over your back. You can do curls with it. It's super cheap. There's definitely shit you can do at the house. Get a jump rope, get a sandbag, and then find... Uh, we can go to Army-Navy and get you two ammo cans. We'll fill them full of concrete. We did that in the military all the yeah. time. We'd film full of concrete, and you would just do farmers carries. Mm. You know, you'd walk a lap to your, you know, to the house. You have the grass out front. Walk down the side of the house, walk back, and then knock out some more burpees, some more push ups, jump some rope, and then do it again. Mm. Yeah, we can we can set you up fucking cheap, dude. Here's what's frustrating because like I do a I do a lot of lifting still. Like I'm I'm physically strong, but it's like Lou Ferrigno. Oh, no, man, <laughs> yeah, I'll bust out these jeans, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I just really love ice cream. It's a it's a fucking. That's your thing. I love ice cream. I don't have a sweet yeah. tooth. You know, I don't. I definitely have a sweet tooth. Really? Especially if it gets you know around like 
eight thirty, nine thirty, and I'm home and okay. get to partake in. Boy, I love chocolate. Let's uh, let, let's <laughs> since we've been with the last. It's funny because I'm not like a, you know that I don't like sugar is not really like like a thing for me. Like I don't mm-hmm. I like I don't drink things with sugar in them. I try and avoid sugar for the most part. But when I let it happen, it's just fucking sugar, you know. Okay, so you you jumped you jumped my shit with mm-hmm. questions last time. That was actually yeah. worked out really good. It was fun. So let's dive into that. What are your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures? Yeah. Clown just girls. in general. Yeah, that's a, that's a loose one though. You know, yeah, they I are. could take I could take it or leave it. You know, honk honk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to share a podcast on that page. Uh, yeah, but no, what's, your, what's your guilty pleasures? I don't know. Uh, guilty, I, like I don't have like I'm. <laughs> I think I'm generally shameless, so I don't know how guilty I am about most things. Okay, okay, you know what I mean. What What are those things that pop into your head? We have a random craving for something. And that's your go to. Seriously, like fucking ice cream and fudge bars, like really? fudge sickles. Yeah, fuck, dude, mine was cream sickles, but I love fudge fudge sickles yeah. as well. Remember when you were a kid and it was fudgicles? Fudgicles. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, on the gantry at work, I fucking... And when we I, get our nut snips, it'll be chemicals. Chemicals. I walked to the gantry the other day, and I swear to God, there was a box full of empty Otter Pop fucking wrappers. And it's like, who the fuck is... St-? Dude, by the way, I have guarded it. The cheesecake is still there. No shit. Never rotted. There's been a fucking personal-sized cheesecake on top of the lockers at the place I used to work for it's, eight months now. Yeah, dude. Better part of it. It does still look exactly the same. Hundred <laughs> percent. It has. It looks like you would Ew. want to take a bite out of it. It has been unrefrigerated <laughs> on top of a locker. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so mine is always um, when I have a craving. It is usually two things. It's uh, a good drink and some nicotine because mm. I love that feeling when you when you have a couple drinks and you feel that urge for the nicotine and you actually have it and it's just so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main one uh, from my day to day is something hearty. Yeah. Anything wrapped in a tortilla, um, something where it's a bunch of ingredients just put together in a bowl like a stew or burritos for sure. I guess that's kind of my other issue is fucking breakfast food. I fucking love breakfast. And there's Yeah, but what types are you a cereal dude, guy? No, a- fucking biscuits and gravy, like a mm-hmm. plate full of bacon, you know, like all the things that give you a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, those ones. Those Dig are the em. ones I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the fucking ones. If I could have a bowl full of gravy, it's the best soup. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind of gravy? Oh man, probably country gravy, like sausage really? gravy, yeah, venison gravy all day. Really? Yeah, Tyler's mom used to used to fry gra- uh, fry venison in a pan, which is where I learned how to do it. it was from her uh, frying up little silver dollars of uh, venison, and mm-hmm. then uh, she would take what was left in the pan and make homemade gravy out of it, make homemade mashed potatoes, and then put a can of corn in there. That is that's I my am, last I'm, meal. I am into that. That's my I last meal. I, I literally I've had this conversation with dudes like that is my last meal. I would have fried venison from Tyler's mom with uh, homemade venison gravy, homemade smashed mashed potatoes. She puts the the fucking a little bit of the potato skin in there. Not a big fan of it. Oh man, I got it, dude. I don't even fucking peel those bitches. Fucking let it ride. We live in a society. Let it Chase. ride. Yeah, dude. That's where all the fucking. <laughs> listen, I'm a. I am a clearly a health conscious man, and that's where all the vitamins are. Okay. I tell you what, venison gravy though. I am definitely running that finger around the plate multiple oh, yeah. times. Get, oh, dude, man, I don't so care good. what kind of gravy it is. I'm licking that bitch. Uh, brown, that gra- like, brown gravy's hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. It like if it's a yeah packaged packaged brown gravy, uh-huh. especially yeah. That's, elementary school turkey gravy. Mm, that shit was dope. Dude. That shit was dope. Elementary square fucking pizza fucking slices. Yeah, you cannot beat it. And it's fucking it's like, here. you know, the closest you can get to that 
is those square Totino's pizzas. That's about as close as you mm-hmm. can get to the square cafeteria pizza. But, the but it's not the different. same. No, it's not. It's, the same. Not, it's not. The thickness is different. Yeah, um, it's a yeah, it's a different texture completely. I didn't that find out. Delicious. I didn't find out till later that this was an actual meal. But my uh, grandma and we're talking old uh, depression style era. My grandma would make this stuff she called poor man's dinner. Well, I eventually found out it was shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. but it's just with less ingredients. And my mom poorer would make it. It's, it's poorer than shepherd's pie. <laughs> That's pretty. But good. she would take uh, just a layer of mashed potatoes. Um, corn or green beans. That's that two days before payday meal. Boom. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she would do either uh, green beans or corn and then cheese and then gravy and then d- d- double up on the layers. But I remember being like, dude, live with my mom at like 16, 17. I'd go out and drink beers all night. And then somebody would drop me off at two in the morning. I'd be sneaking around the house. And my crazy ass stepdad wouldn't hear me. And then like, you go in your room and you find that little bit of weed you had and bend a can up and you're just sitting in there trying to go to bed. And I know you're like, <gasps> leftovers. Yes. And you get to the fridge and I would see that big ass Pyrex, a poor man's, but it's only half full and it's got tin foil across it and then sandwiched down in the center. <laughs> and I would just make gigantic bowls Dude, of that shit. Absolutely. Amazing. Do you remember how you ate when you were fucking like, when you were going through puberty, you're like mm-hmm. in the middle of high school, that era when you're fucking like growing and fucking just eating a shit ton. Man, I used... Mom had a fucking Costco membership, and that was great. That's for, for me, not we for had, them. We had to drive forty <laughs> minutes to the next town over a mountain pass to get to a Costco, but we fucking did it, dude. I remember on just getting someone home from else's high card. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I just remember getting home from school and fucking going and getting like four big ass Costco egg rolls out of the freezer and oh, two chicken bakes fuck. and just like the worst plate of food ever, but delicious. If fuck, it might have been six. I don't care. <laughs> just going amazing. to town. Like I probably, yeah. Like Want to go to Costco? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you can go into Costco without having a membership if you're going to the fucking deli to get pizza. or. If I, I heard about that. Yeah, you're just going through the under, other entrance. I saw something about that because they haven't raised the price on the hot dogs or, yeah. the, or the pizza slices in, in decades, I mm-hmm. think, now. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Jack doesn't bite on that. Really? I have bought it. Dude, I don't, that boy. Did you try him with the chicken bake? Dude, I, I have not yet. I have not yet, but uh, he was non-picky for years and years, and he's just now going through a phase. And, but this is the worst part. Uh, he's going through the picky phase where he sees things and he's hungry with his eyes and will beg dad to grab him, whether it's a fucking drink or something to eat. And we get home and he's like, nah, I'm good. And I'm like, this shit's fucking adding up, bud. <laughs> Yeah, just gonna have to trade them in. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't remember this one with you. Uh, maple bars or chocolate ones? Maple. Absolutely. Definitely I, I, maple. I have a thing where if you're a grown man and you eat a maple bar but it has chocolate on it, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll. I'll yeah. That's some Don Schmeagel shit. It's uh, like occasionally if that's what was, <laughs> if I went and bought donuts and everybody got to them before me and there was like. One of those or like a asses fatters. Yeah. I would like, I'll, I'll probably go for the chocolate one then, you know, but like if it's, if we're down to like just a couple options, but yeah. Fucking maple bars all day. That's the best donut. Absolutely. I, I, I agree. Uh, I will eat a cake donut. Those are, uh, those are close glazed. Aren't bad. Um, dude, uh, I was thinking about this the other day too. It kind of ties into this. Uh, when I moved to California, it was like, it was like living in a different goddamn world. And it was only two uh, two and a half hours away that I moved from from Southern Oregon, different world. And two things that I thought were always hilarious. One, you would hear people say, uh, "What are you doing this weekend?" You'd be like, "I don't know." I'm like, "You want to drive to the snow?" 
to this day, I hear that. I'm like, eh. Drive to the snow. Drive to the snow. I'm used to fucking being pissed about that shit. And the other one was, oh, we're going to drive to Chico, which was like a fucking couple hours away or whatever, and go get um, Krispy Kremes. And then like my ex, she grew up there. So when we moved here, she was like, there's a Krispy Kreme in town? I'm like, so? And she's like, lost her shit. You know, like, they're, they're good for one. They are. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like, their maple donuts aren't as good. They're kind of like plasticky a little bit. I agree. The strawberries are bad. Yeah, those are oh. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so on Fridays, if we're doing doing overtime, the boss will buy Krispy Kremes, and uh, I think it, or I was down to like a, a chocolate cl- chocolate covered or a, a strawberry filled, and so I grabbed the strawberry one. It had a big old fucking raped butthole in the side. In the just side, fu- just fucking bleeding, dude. Yeah. By the way, it's crazy. I am. Ve- <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm a free spirit, and the reason I say I'm a free spirit because I don't like feel comfortable calling myself indiscriminate, sexually indiscriminate trailer trash. But there's something about when you when you pull a donut and it's cream filled, you get a bite in that, and you're like, who's watching? <laughs> <laughs> when you see, a, dude, you know what? It's always old guys. Yeah, you see old guys ripping one of those, and it's just like that scene from Van Wilder. And it's uh-huh. like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh huh. Oh man! So I was at my dad's house this weekend, and he made these fucking—they were uh, jalapeno cheddar sausages wrapped in Ooh. bacon. Dope! So I just started Shout eating them. You know, no bun, and uh, yeah, I had, had a lot of interested parties. Really? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> what Brandon called me the Glizzy Gobbler. Oh yeah. God! So that was pretty good. I gotta see those too. Oh, I haven't seen those since the wedding. Good. Uh, they're gonna be moved here in I've August. Been here? Oh, it's August now. Mm, maybe next month. We gotta take him out in the woods. We can go hiking with mm-hmm. us, go fishing and stuff. I know he's an outdoorsman. Yep. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, they'll be up here full time here pretty quick. And actually, his uh, his mom and his grandma are moving up here now too. Really? His grandma's the funniest fucking. She's just this little like eighty five year old lady, and she was wearing uh, f- fluorescent green um, leggings, like the fucking the TikTok butt leggings, you know, with the fucking the ripply stuffs in them. And then, like, this white grandma shirt with, like, a, a fluorescent green one underneath it so you can see the color through it. Mm-hmm. And these fucking, <laughs> like, Kardashian sunglasses with big fucking glitzy stars on the side. Oh, it just cracks me up because she's just this little old lady, but she parties, dude. <laughs> so, little quick side note. Uh, me and Chase, because <laughs> I'm the single guy in the group, uh, and I'm on Tinder, and, like, the amount of pro... We've talked about Tinder profiles a couple of times, like... When you look at someone's Tinder profile, just the way when you see someone in public, you know that they looked in the mirror before they left the house and they went, I look fucking sharp. So a Tinder profile is what, like, that literally someone looked at that and before they hit, like, submit, they're like, that's going to get me that's all the, the D. One. That's the one. That's fucking get, cast it. Just reel it back in, baby. It's going to get me all mm-hmm. the D. Now, I've been debating on doing a segment. Uh, not a mean one because we used to do one where we were like, a little mean. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. Let, let's hilarious. be honest. It was me. It was me. It wasn't Chase. But <laughs> we would play uh, drugs or mental illness. We would play because there were certain ones where you look at that and you're like, "Girl, were you up for six Which, days before you made by this the profile?" Way, totally fair. It's not even really mean. That's just okay. like a, it's a speculation for sure. But a certain you know. little redhead chastised me over that one. Well, but fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. But I've been t- I've been thinking about doing Tinder All Stars. Okay. Okay. I'm into that. That's a good one. Ones. So I uh, this one just hit me up. And uh, she's hit me up many, many times, and I haven't said yes to it at all because I'm kind of scared. But this girl seems like the coolest ever. So she just, this moment, hit me up again. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Tinder All-Stars. I'll share this one. This is Nisha DeFish. 
Nisha the fish or Nisha, Nisha, I think. Uh, Nisha the fish. Uh, her where she's from says uh, travela and intergalactic space travelers on Earth. Uh, Drugs. But th- this is her about <laughs> me, right? So no, listen, listen. This is the thing though. She also does mobile tattoos. Out of her. Okay. Out of the, listen, hey. <laughs> I'll feed you, baby bird. Hold on. <laughs> so uh, th- that that's one thing. She's she's definitely looking for a she's good time. Multi talented. She travels yeah. in uh in uh, an RV. Van. Well, it's an RV. It, it's it's decently it's decently big. Want a bango? Um, dude, it's actually pretty big. Oh, she got her. She got that pace arrow, bro. Dude, yeah. <laughs> but so listen, this is so I, I, what I'm doing. Is I'm shouting out. Let's just say I'm not interested. Somebody else will be. And this this girl travels all over. It says. Yo, holler! Coming you, to a town near you. Holla if you want a t- uh, want a tattoo. All donation based. Only do line work. Cartoon shiznit. Insta Nisha underscore duh underscore Fisha. Live in an RV with my brother and travel the seasonal work. Smiley face with the three. I don't know what that's supposed to be. It looks like uh, God. What is the uh, the pink Zoidberg? Um, Zoid, it looks like a Zoidberg. <laughs> Wrath <laughs> guy this <laughs> summer. <laughs> I love searching for monster. Dicks. No, that's a, that is a frog emoji and a scorpion. So I don't get that. Hella into mural tattoo graffiti, gators climbing, swimming, skiing, uh, hicking, fish outdoors, traveling, dad jocks. I don't know what that means. I'm a super romantic. Dad dicks. She likes dad dicks. I, I, oh, okay, gotcha. Well, maybe actually. Uh, <laughs> so is she coming over? What's going on? I'm getting there. Uh, I'm a super romantic and really want to let ha- Nisha give you your ass tattoo. I'll oh, be the third guy. Oh, and she can be on the podcast. Yeah. I okay. bet she's interesting as fuck. I do. That's what I'm saying. That's real weird. That's why I'm not being mean about it. I'm I like shouting around. strange with it. Uh, have something serious, but definitely not lucky with all that. 5'11", uh, winky tongue out, smiley face, fire, six with shoes, uh, five if we cut my legs off. Send that bitch a super like. Let's get her on next week. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, before I do that, go through those pictures. It actually has some of her tattoos. Not bad. Not bad. So... I'm going to send her a message and tell her to mention the podcast. If Nisha's in the area, Nisha to fish, and she wants to tattoo a bee, I think we should do that. I think it'd be a great guest. Uh, dude, she knows dinosaurs, bro. Dude. She has, a di- she has a dinosaur friend. Jelly. Yeah. Peanut butter and jealous. But no, like... like She's we were, got a weird eye style, and I kind of like it. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd definitely let her put a tattoo on my bee. All right, Nisha. Come fuck our shit up. And she's a river person. Yeah. All which right. Which we love. Which we you love. know what? Tinder All-Stars. You can be a homie. Let's go. I think I'm going to send her a message and see what she thinks, dude. I think Definitely. you should. I think you should. And, I mean, like, she's liked my profile a couple times, and I, like I said, like, I wasn't sure. A couple sure. times? A couple times. Get it. I think I'm going to do that. All right. So, uh, that is a segment I've been thinking about doing is Tinder All-Stars, and maybe, like, inviting some of these people, if we agree on it. Why not, dude? That's hilarious. That's yeah. super fucking funny. Because there is, like, uh, plenty of normal people. On Tinder, there is just as many, if not more, real fucking weird ones. And, and yeah. weird's not bad. No, I'm not no, saying no. weird is a bad thing. I'm like, saying Chase is my friend. I'm a very weird guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just talked about my ball root and <laughs> put a beer on my ass. But uh, yeah, Tinder All-Stars. I think I might try to see people who have super unique posts. <laughs> but, Justin but. says, park down by the river. Uh, by the river. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we'll see if she's in the air and we'll, we'll do that. Have her come and uh, use our machine and then throw a tea. She's on probably the got better shit. 
<laughs> I don't know, right? Like I said, like there's this there's this gray area where I've been like, I we mean, got needles. I mean, and she's cute yeah. too. She's not. She's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, yeah, I should start doing. I'll, I'll save certain ones, and because this is the thing, we live in an area where tourists come through, and that's where I honestly see most people on here is people that are just coming for the weekend or a week or two. Some come up here for a month or a summer. This is a great idea. I think so too. This dude. is a great idea. Off top, dude. That's nice, dude. That's I'm nice. Like little dicky freestyles, bro. All right, so if any of you guys were going to try and match with Brett this week, just skip it. Send us a message at Strange Range. God Let's get you it. on the pod next week. <laughs> it does make me sound pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. yeah, for sure. I dude. mean, like, I'm talking to two people right now, but... Yeah, but they listen. <laughs> it's a small audience, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, that's, a, that's honestly, that's a great idea. I think it's a great one. I, th- I think people will bite on that. What a cool way to get weird guests on. I'm going to have to carry a gun, though. It's my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nisha the killer. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's hitting the fucking phone, man. Honestly, that would be better too because, like, no, no, not that. Like having her give you the tattoo because then I can actually carry conversation from the other side. You could be the third. You would be the. That's an easier way to do this. You're a pro third, bro. That's an easier way. That's like the best third wheel, bitch. That's a great idea. That's a really good idea. Absolutely. All right. You know, I was actually I was going to put a post out. For all of you that are listening right now, uh, if you're trying to fucking, if you got something cool going on, like, I don't know, like if you're in a band, you fucking got some comedy shit on YouTube, you whatever. You make crazy shit, you're into a very, very small niche thing, fuck, give me a LARP, Whatever, dude. yeah, just, yeah. Oh. If, you're, if you're a fucking weirdo and you know who you are. We want to talk to you. Yeah, let's get you in here. If you have weirdo friends, bring them. Yeah, I haven't done any uh, remote recording stuff yet but i could figure it out but like especially if you're in this area just get in this room yeah here yeah and uh i think that'd be you just realize you're not on the fucking live stream hello (laughs) yeah it's it's the whole it's a whole thing all right well you got any uh i think we did we kind of do we didn't really do uh uh okay oh recommendations um last episode i talked about a book i hadn't read yet i just read it uh uh, Scars and Stripes by Tim Kennedy. Um, in the big, Tim Kennedy's a fucking animal. You have to realize that he has done nothing but pure testosterone his entire life. But I read that book in the beginning. It seemed almost a little bit of humble bragging a lot at his point. Like I did something crazy because I'm Tim Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But what he did was geniusly. He led that into the every story of his life and you start realizing he's like, no, this is my natural born mentality and it has ruined me throughout the years and you read that book and every time like and and it was super relatable for me because i'm still there but i'm growing out of it finally in in, you know in my old age or whatever (laughs) fucking old bitch but like it it gets all the way to the point where like like, someone would tell him to do something he'd do it the way he thought was more efficient he'd fail and then fucking go off on people and get super mad and then get himself in a worse situation because of his mindset you know like and you read that whole book and you're like fuck okay now this is a lesson this is definitely a lesson to check your ego. If you don't agree with someone, you think they're fuck, what they're saying is fucking stupid. Ask them why their mindset, is, where they're, why they want to do it this way, instead of thinking like that. Why the way I do things is better. I mean, I worked with you. There were moments where I was like, "Dude, why the fuck are we doing this?" You're like, "Just, just do it." And as it happens, like you'll see why. Mm-hmm. And his whole life, he ruined many opportunities, had uh, relationships, all kinds of stuff, and it ends up turning into a positive note as he grows into himself. But it was actually a really good book, and he pulls no strings. He's very open about his life, and that, that was a great book. 
That's I, it's uh, next up on my list. Actually, I've got it mm-hmm. queued on Audible. Nice, nice. So I just uh, I just finished um, Inconsigil by Kevin Hearn, um, mm. which is the same author of the Iron Druid Chronicles. In fact, it's in the same universe. And they like talk about the main character in passing in like one of the uh, interludes. So it's like loosely connected, and, and and I know there's a second book out, so it might become more connected. But it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, you know, it, it's light reading, you know, just whatever kind of not, not quite a young adult novel, but like, you know, kind of that like tone, yeah. just fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty good. It was, it was about a Scottish guy instead of an Irish guy. So, you know, big change. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was decent. And then I, uh, just started, uh, the dead zone by Stephen King. Ooh. So far, I'm only a few That's hours. That's one into I know it. a lot about. Fantastic. So yeah. it's actually the first book that he wrote. Hold on. Is that is that post Coke and drinking and cigarettes king? Or During. Pre- nice. Yeah, the good the That's good that era. good king. Yeah, that, that good good. Um, so it was actually the first book that he wrote about Castle Rock or based in Castle Rock um, or around it. You know, like that's where Castle Rock came from, I guess. Because um, he's basically like Castle Rock and Derry are like the two cities that he made Derry. up that are yeah. that are the two like central points of his most of his books. Um, but so far super good. And the audible version is read by, uh, James Franco. Really? Pretty good. I'm not gay. My art is gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're gay, bud. Uh, <laughs> it's no, it's, it's actually pretty good. Another guy that got canceled. <laughs> eh, he fucking deserved that one. I, kinda, yeah. I, I ended up taking a look into that. Kind of canceled himself. Oh. Didn't he? Yeah. That's a rough one. But that read was pretty good. I wasn't, I didn't expect much out of it. And as soon as I started it, like, because people do one of two things in a Stephen King book if they're narrating it that I've noticed they either like try really hard to do the uh, the New England accent, you know, or they just do like a real monotone, quiet, which that one drives me crazy. Yeah. But like a, a lot of a lot of narrators do that. But I like it when they, they really lean into the New England because I think that's what kind of pulls me into Stephen King's stories is because like you, you get this feel of like the small towns that they're in or yeah. just New England in general, like just kind of a smaller, you know history and and all of his stuff is written in the past or like has references back to the past and so like that makes it more authentic feeling when the when the narrator kind of leans into the character a little bit absolutely yeah um but yeah and i think he he did a pretty good job he's not like nailing the accent but like he he gives it a shot and doesn't like overplay it so it sounds goofy you know mm-hmm. what i mean but yeah does a pretty good job um it's basically about um I mean, I, I, I'm only so far into it, but it's about a guy that, that, uh, gets in a car wreck and is, and is in a coma for four years. Mm-hmm. And so like, he's getting ready to come out of the coma within the first like uh, hour of the book. So I don't know what's going to happen, but pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Hell yeah, dude. I'm uh, I'm caught at a uh, crossroad right now. So, uh, like I said, me and Chase are audiobook crazies. Um, we also read real books, but we work so damn much that audiobooks are, it's either I listen to podcasts twenty four seven and I get burnt out. I listen to music, I get burnt out the same tune. I stop stop liking the bands I like, mm-hmm. or I listen to audiobooks, which is a way for me to continue to read books when I'm at work, mm-hmm. which is where I'm at most of the time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm at a crossroads, which I have a gigantic book list, 
and which is actually really cool because that book list has helped you out. There's mm-hmm. been multiple times where I've talked oh, to yeah. him, like, man, like I'm at the crossroads once again of this book or this book, uh, one I just heard of or one that's on my list. Mm-hmm. And now I am stuck at two that are on my list that are uh, cornerstones that I really feel I need to take in. So right now, my next book, I'm going to choose between um, The Epic of Gilgamesh or uh, The Book of Five Rings. Mm. And I don't know which one. I, I lean towards the you know Musashi story in The Book of Five Rings. Uh, just It's an amazing book. Um, I know a lot of people who I look up to have, have read that book, and they're in the worlds of that I'm in, mm-hmm. shooters, uh, outdoorsmen, and martial artists. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves that book. Jeremy read that book. Really? Yeah. And he, he could read? Crazy, right? Dude, every time he <laughs> says anything stupid, I always go, I look at the closest person next to him, and I go, Psh, no high school. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, No, no, no. He just went to the same high school I did, which oh, is basically right. basically not. Ten it's, years before. <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I, I think I might go Book of Five Rings. I know it's shorter. Um, but Epic of Gilgamesh, I know most of it, but I haven't actually sat and, and read it all the way through. Um, so I'm kind of on that. I mean, everyone who's ever, like, if, you, if any of you still listen to this shit from the beginning, know that I'm obsessed with uh, Sumerians and the, you know, the Egyptians and stuff like that. So the Epic of Gilgamesh also crosses into the Abrahamic religions. And honestly, it is kind of the nail in the coffin on what is true and what's not. And all the wars we've had against each other um, religions, it kind of brings them together. Um, it, it branches multiples. But yeah, so I think I'm going to do one or the other. All right, well, let's wrap this bitch up. This has been episode 40 of Strange Range. Middle age, don't give oh, a fuck. Oh, God damn, we're only going to get better from here. Putting this shit out weekly, every Wednesday. Subscribe on whatever platform you listen to so you can get that notification. Yep. Download automatically, and then you can listen to it in the morning. Send you know? us some feedback. I mean, like we are absolutely all about the fans. You guys did any feedback, we will feed right back into it. We'll mention on the podcast. We will answer those questions. And if you're a weirdo or real interesting, just come sit with us. Fuck you know? yeah. You can sit at our table. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hell Thank yeah. you. Good night. Stay strange. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good episode. Podcasting.